Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast with me, Jerry D. Every Monday for the next couple of months, we're going to be diving into the Word of God and discovering some of the incredible truths that are inside it. And I believe that as we begin to discover the power inside the Word, that it will greatly inspire, encourage, and impact our journey of faith as we continue to trust God in our daily lives. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it from. This greatly helps to spread the message about the podcast and also encourage other people to check it out for themselves. Don't forget the hope is to life as oxygen is to the body. The message is simple. But also don't forget to enjoy the show. Take care. God bless. You know, thinking of it now, right? I actually think if you think of it for a second as well, you will agree with what I'm about to say. We all have a FOMO disease. That's right. We all have a FOMO disease. And maybe you're listening and you're thinking, Jerry, what's a FOMO disease? And I'm glad you asked because it breaks down as the following fear of missing out. And I love it, but it's so true because whether we, whether you would like to be as honest as I'm going to be right now, but we like to know everything, don't we? Stuff that doesn't concern us, stuff that doesn't concern us. You know, we just like to know what's going on so that we, if, that we can have some sort of an input into conversations or, or this, this some sort of like, uh, I don't know, like a trophy of knowledge or something, you know, we want to know everything. That's why we have social media. That's why we check social media, things like Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Like you, you want to know what's trending and who's popular, who's not, you know, and we like to investigate crowds when we go into a room, we like to know who's looking. We like to get involved. We like to be involved. We like to be included. And that's totally understandable because I'm the same. So, so I'm speaking with you, not speaking at you today. Today, we're going to be looking at a passage of scripture in the gospel of Luke chapter 19, verses 1 to 10. And I've simply entitled today's podcast episode, Climb Down from Your Tree. And I really hope that it would be some sort of a blessing to you some sort of an encouragement to you that, that you would take something away from today's message and that it would encourage your soul. And it says the following in verse one of chapter 19, Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, comma, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, come down quick. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord. And if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. And I love it 
because initially we think we think as a case and we always think of him in a negative light or any of these characters that Jesus meets it's almost like it's an ultimate showdown between the savior and the sinner and in a lot of cases that can be true to a certain extent but to let you know a bit about who was who Zacchaeus was he wasn't just a tax collector but he was the chief so I, I would well assume that he had maybe he was like a manager of a region and he would have had people working for him and tax collectors would collect tax, uh, sorry, my apologies, collect tax for the Roman Empire or whatever region they were in collecting the taxes from. But they would all also tax and charge the people more than they were supposed to. And the more they would charge them for it, they were put in their own pockets. So essentially they were making money for themselves as well as giving money to the Roman Emperor or wherever they were supposed to give their taxes to, right? So they were, they were, they were charging people a, mu a much higher tax bracket. And I can only imagine this this caused such a an anger or a hatred from the public towards tax collectors when they would come because they knew well they were being charged more than they had to be, you know. So that's who Zacchaeus was. He wasn't just a tax collector. He was a chief, which means he was really good at getting more money out of people than he had to. And he obviously rose to a, a, a status of popularity, which caused a promotion to come into his life. Um, and I love the fact that it says he was too short so he ran ahead and climbed the tree. Now, bear in mind, sycamore fig trees will grow to about 75 to 100 feet in height when it's fully grown. And they reckon Zacchaeus was about 5.2 foot tall. So he's not quite that tall, really. So I wonder, did he have difficulty climbing the tree? Did he need someone to give him a boost? Or that's just the way my mind works. Usually when I'm reading the scriptures, I like to, um, I suppose, improvise or interject some narratives and kind of put myself in the story or or imagine that I was there when this was unfolding before my eyes. So he, he climbs the tree, hoping that he could see Jesus, because Jesus was going to pass that way. But I wonder, did, did Zacchaeus actually know that Jesus was going to look up at him? Do you know? Because Jesus, Jesus came by, comma, he looked up at Zacchaeus, not for him, he looked at him and said, Zacchaeus, quick, come down. So it's by Jesus saying that it's an invitation to participate rather than spectate. So clearly, this I, I, I would I would like to interject that that maybe Zacchaeus was just spectating. He wanted to be on the tree just so he could see, but he wasn't really expecting an invitation like this. Come down from the tree, and he's probably exhausted from climbing the tree, you know. And it's really interesting because. Zacchaeus, his name means innocent slash pure. So you have to bear in mind when you're reading the scriptures, right? Most of the names that were given, um, so, his, so he was Jewish. And because of that, his name was prophetically given. Most people who were from a Jewish descent, their names were, were prayed about. They were sought for because it, there, it was, there was a prophecy behind the name. And Jesus invites himself to Zacchaeus' house. Like, bear that in mind, like, I don't invite myself to other people's house. I ask them, are they free or when are you, when are you up for hanging out or whatever? I don't imply that I can just invite myself to someone's house because that's rude, inconsiderate. Um, and I love it because the fact that Jesus goes to Zacchaeus' house, there's two things that happen. There's a meal and there's also friendship. So 
inviting yourself to someone's house or being invited to someone's house for a meal was such a sign of a relationship. So that's what's happening here. And I suppose I want to interject. My mom, who is an incredible woman, I love her with all my heart. I thank God for her every day and all that she's done for me, for me and my family throughout our life and still does to this day. But I remember growing up with my mom, when my mom would have a friend or guests over, like, you know, you'd clean the house. You think you pick up a piece of paper off the floor. No. When, when my mom had guests coming over, it was like deep clean time. Like there couldn't be a hair on the floor or else the house was considered dirty. And I was just thinking like, my goodness, like the guests are not going to come into your house and be like, yeah, the floor's dirty. Or they're just going to come in, sit down and be thankful for the fact that you invited them over. But yet it's like it was such a, a, a day of panic to get the house ready. And I love the fact that even as we're looking at this, Jesus is the one who pursues Zacchaeus. It's not the other way around. Zacchaeus climbed the tree, but Jesus went out of his way to initiate a relationship with him. He walked by the tree, looked up at Zacchaeus, asked him to come down and invite himself to his house. So Jesus is doing the initiating here of a relationship. And this is a common theme that you will discover as you read throughout the Bible. God is constantly pursuing us. He wants to be in a relationship with us, regardless of where we are in life. And I love it. Despite maybe how messy our life is or, or our house or the, the stuff that's going on in our house, Jesus comes to our house anyway. Hallelujah. And we may think, but look at the state of my house. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase that. Look at the state that Jesus was in and what he went through by going to the cross to gain you. He was a bloody mess and you got to share in the victory that he, he won so wonderfully for us. We are like, it's even to think of Zacchaeus climbing a tree. And I suppose if, you, if you're like me, you can admit this, that we are all always climbing trees, aren't we? School, college, friends, family, jobs. Like on a weekly basis, we're climbing trees to get a better view or, or to climb up the ladder of status in life. But yet, I believe that the invitation is different. That like, the, the more I think about it, I can't help but think that Jesus was saying, come down from your tree so I can climb the tree for you. And that tree that he's referring to is a tree called Calvary, where he took our sin upon himself and died rose again and is now sitting at the right hand of the father like Zacchaeus your value wouldn't and couldn't and can't be found in the trees that you climb but the man who climbed the only tree worth talking about is in fact the most important tree in your life whether you realize it or not he invites us to a relationship with him he will be the change in us then he becomes the change through us. You know, Zacchaeus, he was rich and powerful, but he was full of flaws. And whether you're rich or poor or whatever, we all have flaws. Zacchaeus had a serious need for Jesus, and so do you and I. No matter who you are or what you have going for you, you need Jesus. Regardless of your good looks, you're going to get old, you're going to get the wrinkles, you're not going to be like your man from Baywatch, um, 
David Hasselhoff coming out of the water with washboard abs or Dwayne The Rock Johnson, whichever version of that movie you've watched, or maybe you've got loads of money, but 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 what happens if if that money goes? Maybe you've got a stable relationship or whatever. What if these things go? These things are temporary. They can be taken from you in a moment. But I say all that to say that because the good news is that God is actively pursuing us and wants that relationship with us. And I want to pose a question to you as a way to close out this episode. I, I didn't want to be long. I don't think it's necessary to be that long with some episodes just to say what I believe is on my heart and leave it with you and then leave it with the Lord ultimately. So I'll leave you with this question. Do you want to stay in your tree? Or are you ready to climb down and respond to the one who climbed a better tree for you? His name is Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And we may have only spent a few brief moments, Lord, but we know that where the entrance of your word is, there is life, there is light, there is hope, and there is freedom. And we pray for the listeners today, Lord, wherever they are, if they're on their way to work, if they're at work, they're at college or school or on the bus, the car, wherever they are, Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would meet them in this moment, that you would seal what you have spoken, that it would bear much fruit in the wonderful name of Jesus, Lord. Have your way, we pray. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast with me, Jerry D. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're tuning into it from. This greatly helps to spread the word about the podcast, but also to encourage other people to check it out for themselves. Um, until next week, take care, God bless, and don't forget, hope is to life as oxygen is to the body. Take care.